The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Tuesday. June 15th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocon, and I am here with my main man, Brennan. William is Bill. How are you doing today, Will? What's going on, Santino? Good to be here with you again. You know, another Monday, but we only have one game today. Yep, just one game. The other series got swept, so we are on just the solo 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time start. But this series is 2-2 two to two right now, the best series of the bunch. Um, we're doing this podcast right as the late game is starting to tip off on Monday night. So there might be two, two, two games at 2-2, two, two, but as of right now, this is the best series of, the, of everything. Uh, we have a couple superstars missing in action here that we will get to. But how are you feeling about this game in general before we jump into the DFS side of things? Yeah, this series has been crazy. It's been lopsided, you know, for the Nets and then lopsided for the Bucks. And, you know, now with uh, Harden and Kyrie out, I mean, the Bucks are in prime position to take over this series. So it's kind of crazy. But, you know, injuries are a part of the game, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's uh, very big on the home field advantage, home court advantage here, huh? The first yeah, two games, yeah. Brooklyn dominated at home. It looked like Milwaukee was going to pull another Milwaukee in the in the playoffs and then they came out fighting squeaked by one game and then or that that game three was just awful shooting but they squeaked by and then last night or the other night they won big and Kyrie went down to join James Harden um, so big losses there um, and if you guys haven't gotten the hint by now this one game slate is the Bucks at the at the Nets <laughs> um yeah, without further ado, man, let's just jump right into this. Uh, we have this one game that starts at 8.30. The spread is uh, the Bucks are actually favored, two and a half points, road favorites, and then and the over-under is 220.5 right now. Uh, on the injury report, as mentioned, we have Spencer Dinwiddie, James Harden, Kyrie Irving all out for the Nets. And on the Bucks, we have Jordan Mora and Dante DiVincenzo out. Uh, throw it over to you. We'll start with the Bucks. They are the away team. Uh, this is a showdown slate, which I'm not particularly a big fan of, but I still like to dabble in them. I just like the more options. But um, start over with you on the Bucks side. Anybody that you're interested in in captain or who are you looking at uh, playing over here? Well, for the captain side of things, obviously, you're going to want to get Giannis in there. His regular price is 11800 Captain price will be 17700 That will be the second highest price of the of the night. Uh, but it will be tough to get him and Durant in there with their price points being so high and to still have a great team. But if you can get him in there, Giannis is guaranteed for over 50 DraftKings points. So that will be key. Another guy I'm looking at is Drew Holiday. He is at... 13,500 uh, in the captain spot, 9,000 regular. 
I'm interested in him in the captain slot because Kyrie is out and he will not have to do so much on defense in this game. He won't be guarding KD. I wouldn't think so. He's a great defender, but he shouldn't be having that matchup. So this series, he has not been playing incredible, but I think this is a prime game for him to break out. And you're getting him at a discount because he's not been playing that amazing as far as statistically wise. Uh, those are my main two guys for the Bucks. Are you looking at any, uh, those two or anyone else? Yeah, and I don't mind either of those guys. Um, if I'm going to throw another one in there, I, I, P.J. Tucker is a name. I'm not in the captain spot, but uh, P.J. Tucker is a name that you can throw to. He's now 5'2", but if you put that on a normal slate, that's probably like a 3'9 price tag, so it's not bad. Obviously, everybody in a showdown slate gets a price bump, regardless if they're captain or not. Uh, so I don't mind going there. Another guy I wouldn't hate is... Uh, Bryn Forbes or Pat Connaughton. Forbes a little bit more because he's just so cheap. Um, playing a decent amount of minutes. Didn't play much in the last two wins. That's also could be a product of game environment and whatnot. Um, Bobby Portis is another guy. He's only been playing minutes, very, very low minutes, but he's always a, been a good per-minute guy. And at 3,200, if you're trying to fill out your lineup, I don't mind that. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I like Giannis, obviously. I uh, can't go wrong with Giannis, whether you can put him in your captain spot or not. Um, I would prefer Drew Holiday over Chris Middleton. Uh, the last time I was on this podcast, the difference between Drew, Chris Middleton this year, even this year, uh, at home and on the road has been night and day. Without two star power players on the other side of the ball, maybe there's a difference there. But uh, if you just look at his home and road splits, he's shooting 44% on the road, 50% at home, uh, 35% from three on the road, 47% from three at home. Scoring scoring nearly the same amount of points, 20 and 21, but his efficiency and his shooting and everything is just so much worse on the road. Um, so I'm going to try and lean away from him there. And I think for value-wise, without the big two that we'll get to, uh, there's just a lot of value to be had at on the other side of the ball. And with that said, I'll let you jump on the first side, uh, on the net side first, man. Uh, we only have two games, so instead of switching back and forth, I'll just throw it over to you and... Are you playing Kevin Durant in your captain spot knowing that it's no longer a big three? It's not even a big two. It's just a big one. Well, you absolutely have to try to get Kevin Durant in your captain spot. Uh, he was He's 12000 regularly priced, 18000 in your captain spot. That's a huge price point. But, I mean, he's the only guy on the team pretty much. You know, uh, the second leading offensive scorer will probably be Blake Griffin or Joe Harris. So, I mean, they're not going to be putting up major points. I mean, KD could go for 60 real points in this game. He's going to have to show up and do everything on the court for his team. So, I mean, he's well worth the price point, and you can just, you know, save some money later on down the line playing guys like Claxton and or Jeff Green or Mike James. But, yeah, um, the Nets have a lot of players you can look at. I think Blake Griffin is going to be a great value. at. He's at 6800 regularly priced, 10200 in the captain spot. He's going to have to step it up offensively. He's been scoring in the 20s as far as DraftKings points. But in the first game against the Bucks, he had 46 DraftKings points. So if he can hit anywhere close to that, uh, that's going to you know, make your lineup if he's in your captain spot. So you'll just be having to bank on Blake Griffin. Normally that's not a great idea, but the Nets will be having to do that same thing. So uh, I think you can trust them in this matchup. You can look at guys like Bruce Brown, 6,200. 
regularly priced 9,300 captain spot. He's been stepping it up lately, uh, except for the last game. So, But they're all going to have to step the game up with Harden and Kyrie out to fill that offensive void. Are you looking at guys uh, like Mike James or Nicholas Claxton? Who? What do you think about the Nets? <laughs> Who? Mike James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, haven't, I haven't gotten that set up yet, so I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty excited by that. <laughs> Throwback song from was that early two thousands maybe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think for obvious reasons, and it's why he's the highest priced guy on the slate. Uh, Kevin Durant needs to somehow, some way, get in your lineup. Captain would be awesome. If you can't do that, he has to be in your lineup regardless. Uh, without it just being the big one, it uh, I don't. We don't really have to dig into the stats or or whatnot on that. It's just self explanatory. I do like Joe Harris. I would like to get him in the lineup if if I can. Uh, now he is the second guy on this squad, uh, second or third at the very least. Uh, he's at home. <clears throat> he's been better at home, similar to the Chris Middleton type of thing that I mentioned. Uh, he shoots way better from the field at home. He shot in home games this season. He shot fifty percent from three. Fifty percent. That is absolutely ridiculous. Ah. Uh, Obviously, he was playing with multiple superstars next to him for the majority of that. But now you're going to add extra shots to him, even if he doesn't shoot 50%. That's more chances to for him to make it. Uh, they need him to step up. Um, Blake Griffin, he has stepped up, uh, in the, especially in the first game of the series. Second game, he got near double-double. Two games on the road weren't so great, uh, but they're going to need him as much as he can get. And he's been playing uh, 30 and then 20, or mid-30s to Mid twenties. I'm going to assume that this game is going to be back to the the swing of things and go back into the mid thirties. They're going to really need him. Sixty eight hundred for a utility spot is very affordable. If you wanted, to, I wouldn't mind going him at a captain spot. If you wanted to go into an affordable option also and load up on KD and and Giannis, um, but they're going to definitely need Blake Griffin here, like you mentioned. Bruce Brown also rock solid. Sixty two hundred. Uh, won't hate going captain spot with him if you really wanted to be a bargain bin. Same with Landry Shimmett. All these guys are going to get, w- with no KD and no Harden, I mean no Kyrie and no Harden, they all get extra opportunity to do something. And you, a lot of times role players play better at home, especially in the playoffs. Uh, it's just a very notorious thing that um, guys like this, these players always step up at home and why not? You want to be surrounded by your fans. You want to be in a arena that you're comfortable with uh, less pressure. It's just how it goes. I don't mind going at Jeff green either. He played 27 minutes in that first game back in a couple weeks there, nearly three weeks. If he's going to play 27 minutes and now there's no Kyrie, uh, maybe KD plays more small forward. Also Jeff green at Bare minimum or near bare minimum on a showdown slate of 4K. That is super cheap. Um, I will take some shots at that. Don't mind it. Um, and those are probably all the guys. I, I, if you had to squeeze in somebody like uh, Nick Claxton to fit your lineup or Elise Johnson, won't hate it. But um, that's uh, that's probably desperation slot. If you're fit, if you're fitting all the top guys in and you have to do that. Yeah, and like say if you were to put Drew Holiday in your captain spot, you could get Giannis and KD in your lineup, but you would have to go for a guy like Nicholas Claxton and Bobby Portis in there too, which is uh, you know, not a terrible way to go about things. So, you know, you can try multiple different lineups and see where you're headed. 
Um, I think the only guy we haven't mentioned probably is back on the butt side, uh, Brooke Lopez and, at 7,600, too. I think he'll be a capable player, you know, if you don't go too big for um, Giannis or KD in your captain spot. You might can fit him in your lineup, you know. It's, he's just going to be out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yep. DeAndre Jordan is not going to be out there because, I mean, him at a minimum price of 1000 which, I mean, that is a sneaky play. He could be out there with everyone hurt. They could throw him out there, but we just won't really know. So someone's going to probably put DeAndre Jordan in their captain slot, and he's going to go for 15 and 10 or something. And we'll get more word on uh, what the Nets are going to do. They did just lose mm-hmm. two games, and the last game was – wasn't that particularly close? Uh, and the game before that was just bad offense on both sides of the uh, like both teams were just shooting like bricks. Um, <laughs> that Paul George meme that somebody made last year—that's <laughs> all. That's what just popped in my head. How they were shooting uh, <laughs> that, that video was absolutely hilarious. Um, but yeah, the, this whole lineup now that we have two of the three guys out is going to probably change, and Steve Nash is looking to make adjustments. They're coming back home. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what we hear pregame from Nash mm-hmm. and, and everybody else on not just who's going to be getting the starting nod, but how they want to do with um, make these rotations because without their top two guards, and KD was playing more mainly power forward, and he was playing some center, small ball center, uh, but they could put him at more small forward minutes. I, obviously, he's familiar with that because that's where he, he played for most of his career. And they could uh, potentially go bigger here and let try and let Giannis shoot threes like he was doing uh, a couple games ago. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of different opportunity and, and different things that Nash could tinker with. I think the Bucks are pretty much set where they are right now. Uh, they didn't lose anybody. They're on a two-game win streak. They're probably just going to keep continuing to roll things the way they've been rolling. But the Nets are uh, looking – I'm looking for some adjustments here. And at the very least, we know a new starter is going to be named. But uh, I'm thinking that there's some other stuff there that we could potentially see, uh, whether it's starting in the starting lineup or throughout the game. So that's where I'm looking for. And I'd rather take some shots there just because we know there's a lot of shots up for grabs. Yeah, and I mean, they, they also have Tyler Johnson on the bench, you know. He could get some run, too. Uh, he was playing earlier in the season. Uh, it just can go either way. Like you said, you got to wait and see who's going to be starting, who you know, what the rotation is looking like. But this is definitely going to be an intriguing matchup. Joe Harris, I will say, he does scare me because, really, he's only had one great game this whole playoffs. I don't know if his mm-hmm. shot is just not with him right now or he's not confident, but with Kyrie out, he should have more opportunities. And they would definitely need his three point shooting. Yep, I agree. And speaking of the the home away splits for um, Joe Harris, also he shot three of thirteen from three in Milwaukee at home. The two games before he was eight of uh, sixteen. So <laughs> just like Chris Middleton, their home road splits are pretty drastic. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just um, it's just fortunately Chris Middles can can do other things. Like he's had some double <laughs> exactly. digit rebound games. Joe Harris is like all or nothing in the thirties, pretty much. Yeah, and there's there is a big difference there. Uh, but just in general, I'm excited to see this game. I'm excited to see if Katie can win without the help of uh, oh, two yeah. other superstars all here. All of Twitter is excited to see that, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to see if the Bucks can 
exercise some demons of if the playoffs of the last couple of years. Uh, it's going to be exciting. The both these teams, it was my opinion, whoever won this series is going to win win it all. But if the Nets do happen to win this series and Harden and Kyrie are not coming back, that's going to change my my thought process. But we will see. We will yeah, see. Yeah, most most definitely. I was going to say something, but I lost it. So, <laughs> oh, did you see the Hawks game? Uh, I think you were out, but yeah, that I was didn't... a great game. Busy day for me. Uh, I got right. I got home just recently, so I'm going to be catching this <clears throat> the rest of this late game. But I did not see the first game. Yeah, so that was a great matchup. So the Hawks were back in the series. Spoiler alert! But um, <laughs> that was a, that was a great matchup. They were down 18 at one point late in the game, and they came back and won. You know, pretty much right at the end. So. This playoffs wow. is very compelling. It's just ice tra- uh, did ice trade do anything? Uh, oh, oh wow, yeah, twenty five and eighteen. That's his stats yeah. look great. Yep, yep. So you know, uh, all the series have been great except for the one that was a sweep. So <laughs> we'll see what happens with this Nets and Bucks series. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's two two. I was saying before we only have one two two, but now we at least have two. Uh, yep. The Clippers are. Winning this first quarter, we could have three two twos. Yeah, right, yeah. and uh, Chris Paul will get tons of rest. <laughs> I'm the new Chris Paul. Uh, <laughs> I still love that commercial. <laughs> but before we head on out of here, is there anything else you want to tell the viewers? I don't know. Should I tell them? What do you think? I uh, I was going to if you didn't. I think it, it's better. <laughs> it's better if you say it. I like it. <laughs> no, um, you know, I got some interesting things coming up in the future. We're possibly working on a new podcast for myself. It's going to be called the All Rookie Podcast and follow rookies throughout the draft process and the season because there's no other show like that. Most of them just follow the, the draft and then that's it. And then the rookies are thrown to themselves. So I'm going to follow the rookies throughout the whole season and all the rookie information you could ever want and need. So just stay on the lookout for that. You can check my Twitter for updates at William is Bill, and I'm excited about it. Anything you want to say to the people? Rookie following rookies, some would say. (laughs) I'll take that. (laughs) That's awesome, and I'm excited to listen. I'm excited for you. Uh, And, yes, the rookies get thrown to the wolves, and we forget – well, not forget about them, but – Podcasts forget about them unless they do something special. So this is this is going to be a fun one, and I know I like myself some rookies. I don't know if Dan, the, the old man Dan, loves his rookies because we know <laughs> his, his, his fantasy uh, thoughts about rookies there. But uh, yeah, this is going to be exciting, man, and happy yeah. for you. And that should be coming soon to a podcast right. near and, you. And look out for Santino; he will be on the show. You know, I got to bring him on. He brought me on here. Got to bring him on here, and uh, you know pick on them a little bit on my show. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, now I don't know if I'm going to come on, but uh, I know, we'll I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But yeah, man, it's going to be awesome. <clears throat> and stay tuned for that guys. You will definitely hear some stuff. <clears throat> I will give you updates if Will's not on here and I'm sure Will will give you updates as well. But uh, we also know that the lottery is next Tuesday. So by the time you hear this podcast, it will be one week from Lottery Day and very about a month later, Draft Day, and about a month after that, Summer League, <laughs> and then about a month after that, Training Camp, and then about a month after that, start of the season. 
if all things go to plan, you know, <laughs> if all to plan. hopefully and we'll have a summer league. This year. I didn't expect to keep saying a month after that, all the way to the start of the season <laughs> until I was doing it. And then I realized, Tino oh, wait, making the schedule. <laughs> Adam Silver calls that Tino. He got it ready for you. <laughs> well, and then every time I said one and then I said, oh, wait, no, right after that, that starts right after that, that starts. But, um, all right, guys, this this will do it for our one-game showdown slate. Hope you guys enjoyed. We did about 20 minutes. We did a little bit of talking after that about some good stuff and then some stuff that Will wanted to say. But uh, <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> I didn't want to say it, but Will wanted to say some stuff. Like, Shut up. <laughs> I, just, yeah, I was going to say it anyway. I was going to let the guys, the viewers know, or the, the people, we the people know. <clears throat> but. Thank you guys for joining in. Tomorrow we should have Keith and possibly Mike. Mike is in the midst of a cross-country move. I don't if you guys don't know. Uh, so his weekdays are pretty tight, and he hasn't been on as much in the weekday. But he's doing his weekend shows. Uh, we will see if he has time. But if not, Keith will be running solo, possibly with, with one of our guests, or running solo. We'll see. Um, but that's who's on tomorrow. And we should have, I believe, two games but thank you guys again for joining us and we will catch you again when we catch you thank you have a great night oh, that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i don't know what to say we will catch you when what when we catch you oh, that was Peace. terrible <laughs>